Hello and welcome to the Swollen, Bloated, and Puffy podcast. This is your host, Kathleen Listen. I am a board-certified massage therapist practicing in San Diego and also a certified lymphedema therapist. And this podcast is where I um, expand upon the ideas that I wrote about and the tips and tricks that I shared in the book Swollen, Bloated, and Puffy, which is available on Amazon. So in today's episode, I'd like to talk about um, something that I've seen in my clients uh, lately and, you know, maybe for a long time going back now that I give it a little thought. And it's just a part of um, some people's journey and I just wanted to shed a little light on it. Um, And so maybe if there's someone listening today um, they can kind of take solace in the fact that they might not be the only one that this has happened to because as a certified lymphedema therapist I've seen this several times on my table so if this strikes a chord with you um, you're definitely not alone and that's a phenomenon um, I think I'm gonna call uh, today like rear view mirror And it actually started in my life when I was nine. Uh, When I was nine, my mother was diagnosed with breast cancer and it was uh, particularly bad. She had some really, really bad side effects. And um, the family story went that the doctor said, um, told her, you know, don't even bother buying a calendar for the next year. Um, that's how little, how few months you have left to live with this cancer diagnosis. Um, so my mom did, um, she did the chemo, the radiation, the mastectomy, and um, she survived. She she survived for 10 more years after that before the cancer came back. And what happened was... Um, And this is my father telling me after my mother passed away when I was 20. But what happened was um, when she finished all her treatments and was, you know, this survivor story, this this potentially um, inspirational example for others, that the staff, um, you know, asked her if she would come to support groups and she would share her story to be an inspiration and to help other people on their cancer journey and my mother just absolutely said no she wanted cancer in the rearview mirror she wanted she was over she did it she survived and that that chapter was done and she wanted most of all to just not have cancer anymore to not look at cancer to not talk about cancer to have cancer have nothing to do with her life because she was starting you know each day fresh and and post cancer and cancer was literally in her rearview mirror and i see that with some of my clients um i have clients who have lymphedema diagnosis and this is swelling that happens after cancer because the lymphatic system is impaired when you take the lymph nodes um, to sample them or if they are cancerous And I have clients um, that have had some treatment for lymphedema um, and maybe they even got a pump, but, you know, they put it in storage or they just 
they got rid of it they just didn't want to see it they didn't want to have the lymphedema they didn't you know want to to have all the the daily hassle that comes with lymphedema they just wanted to have the cancer and lymphedema in the rearview mirror they did not want to address it at the time and then as they progress in their lives there's a time when they are able to accept it and they do want more help and um, that's where fortunately I found that that's how I'm going to um, pay it forward with being able to have my mother after her cancer diagnosis inspired me to learn how to be a certified lymphedema therapist so I am there for these people um, these ladies when they want to take care of their lymphedema again so if that is you then please give me a call so on this segment of the podcast I want to share some information that's exciting to me Um, if uh, bladder incontinence um, and pelvic floor health and um, constipation issues are not um, a problem for you you can definitely skip the rest of this segment but I see it in so many of my clients that I want it to be a regular topic on the podcast and I myself have had some um, pelvic floor issues as I aged so I know it's definitely a problem for um, women over 40, women who have had children, um, and sometimes men as well if they get a prostatectomy and as they get older. So I went to a wonderful um, free seminar yesterday and I picked up some tips on um, urinary incontinence and also strengthening the pelvic floor. And one tip that I want to um, share with you is actually something we all learned when we were little girls and we went to our ballet lessons. Now, I was no ballerina, so I think I went to about five ballet lessons before someone around me figured out that I wasn't gonna um, cut it at ballet. But I did learn um, the basic movements, and one of them is the plie. So if you don't know what the plie is, um, definitely YouTube it. It's P-L-I-E, I I believe. Um, And it's a ballet movement that um, bends the knees. And what it also does um, really wonderfully is to strengthen our pelvic floor. So the pelvic floor strengthening Um, happens with the plie just the same as it happens with that other more um, perhaps more famous exercise for pelvic floor strengthening the kegel exercise so you can do kegels and plies um, throughout the day um, with the kegels um, and again YouTube it if you if you don't know what a kegel exercise is Um, with the kegel you can do it anytime um, and no one can tell with a plie obviously it's Um, an activity that you're moving your body so people can tell that you're doing it but you can fit it in while you're doing other things Um, like you can plie um, while you're brushing your teeth and then you'll definitely do it um, at least twice a day so my recommendation would be to do 10 plies while you're brushing your teeth twice a day and then you'll get started on strengthening your pelvic floor you can also do plies when you wash your hands. Um, 
maybe if you're alone in the bathroom, you probably don't want to be in a public bathroom doing plies and people looking at you. Or maybe that's exactly who you are and you would love to do that and get a uh, pelvic health conversation started, which actually, now that I think about it, sounds a lot like me. So maybe I will do plies in the public restroom and then that's how you'll know that you've, you can meet me because I'll be the one doing plies. Um, some other tips that were shared um, was that drinking water is very important um, and interestingly enough um, your medications that you're taking if you're taking blood pressure medications or or other medications um, they may be affecting your bladder um, spasticity and which affects urinary incontinence so if you do have incontinence it would be worth having a conversation with your doctor and letting um, the prescribing doctor know that this is one of the side effects and that maybe your medications can be changed a little bit um, to relieve the symptom if you're leaking in your bladder um, so they do recommend um, it's a normal amount of drinking water so you're not dehydrated so definitely don't stop reduce or stop or reduce drinking water because you know you have some bladder issues and a good I a good tip that she gave me that I will share especially if you're a runner or you do exercise is if you're interested in adding the electrolytes along with your water coconut water is a really great resource so plain water is the best and um, actually soda and other flavored drinks are um, less ideal for the bladder but coconut water is good if you need electrolytes have a great day